Hey guys, welcome back to the V Twin Life. This is a uh, episode two, and today we got a guy that I followed on Instagram for a while at LM4 Photo, Leo McElrath. So hey, welcome to the show, Leo. Hey, how are you? Good. Now, Jesse, you know you are one of our Army veterans, and I just at first, you know, want to thank you for your service to our country. Oh, I really appreciate that. So then, you also have your LM4 Photo page, and you've also recently started the lm4 photo underscore travel i did i added a travel page i, th- I thought i thought maybe uh it, it seems like it seems like my lm4 photo page uh has traction with motorcycle stuff and uh when i post anything else it just doesn't get a lot of traction so i thought i would take some of my other stuff and some of my travel and put it over on another side page and just see what happens so it's not uh there's no traction right now, but uh, um, I don't know. I got, I think I got 75 followers, so it's better than zero. Yeah, I'm one of them. I jumped on it. I thought, you know, your photos are actually freaking amazing. Thank you, sir. So, so I figure, so what got you into into motorcycles? Um, honestly, what got me into motorcycles was being told that uh, that if I got a motorcycle, I would have to park it somewhere else. Um, <laughs> so... So my, uh, my, my dad was a state trooper. Um, so uh, understandably so, uh, I'm sure he's worked plenty of accidents, um, you know, with, with motorcyclists and sees the, the carnage and the damage that comes with, with mishandling a motorcycle. Um, I, I mentioned younger, younger age, I mentioned that I wanted a motorcycle and that's what I was told, you know, you, uh, while you're living under my roof, you won't have one. So, uh, just kind of piqued my interest and and i've always always been a fan of the motorcycle you know no no specific brand just just in general the motorcycle and and um you're just fascinated with it so so when i when i got old enough to to be out on my own and do my own thing i uh i picked one up i i guy i was in the in the missouri national guard with i uh uh he rebuilt small engines and motorcycles and he had a he had a little $500 Honda and uh, I bought it from him one, one drill weekend and uh, I hid it in the back room at work. Didn't even tell anybody I bought it. And I learned to ride it on my lunch hour. <laughs> oh, nice. So what was your first bike? Um, it was a, uh, man, I don't remember the year. I think it was a 76 maybe. No, I don't, I don't know if it was that old. It was a, it was a 500 and it was a Honda Ascot, A-S-C-O-T, Ascot. And it was a little 500 CC, um, no, no frills. There wasn't nothing to it. It kind of resembled a little cafe style bike. But, uh, like I said, I, 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 I picked it up at drill weekend and, uh, on the way home, I, I went by my work and I just stuck it in the back room at work. I didn't even tell anybody I bought it. <laughs> that's kind of similar to my first my first bike i picked up i think it was an 83 or 84 the v45 honda saber okay it was the same thing and you know no frills no nothing like i mean no nothing like no nothing nice but it went down the road and i enjoyed it i put a lot of miles actually that bike was the first bike that i ever went on my first actual motorcycle trip with me and my dad did a three-day trip around washington state we did a big loop around the state and I think that trip, you know, is what hooked me even more for traveling on the road. I started with dirt bikes when I was young, rode dirt bikes, and I had a blast with it. 
Then I decided I wanted to get on the road. When I took that trip with my dad, that that hooked me instantly when it came to motorcycles. Mine, uh, my 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 story kind of went a little different. I uh, I'm a truck driver by trade, so 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 my job in the army was transportation. So so when when I turned 21 and and you know was old enough to get an actual CDL license and become a real truck driver, I I, I used I used my army training and took that benefit. So um, when I got into motorcycling. Um, it was, it was r- really, so, so again, being told that you couldn't have one. And then the other thing was I had the CDL license and I had all the endorsements. So the only endorsement I didn't have was motorcycle. So I wanted to add that to my, my list of things I could drive legally. Um, I, I really, I had a 30 mile drive back and forth to work and uh, I, I would ride the motorcycle back and forth to work and, and, literally scared to death of it um just it uh i'd run the speed limit sometimes below the speed limit um riding it back and forth to lunch at work um i wouldn't pass a tractor trailer to save my life um it just (laughs) it it i was scared of it i i i rode it i kept riding it and then a guy that i worked with he was an old Harley guy and he kind of took me under his wing and taught me some things about motorcycles. And, and he took me out and got me riding with him and he took me to a rally or two. And, and it just kind of, I, it grew from there because I, I enjoyed the lifestyle and the freedom and, and, uh, um, uh, still to this day, you know, we were talking about the ride in one K ride one K in a day and, uh, time in my helmet alone, um, with, with no opportunity for distraction, is uh is just really something that it holds value nowadays with with everybody having a cell phone and 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 you know constantly being able for somebody to get a hold of you being able to put that phone in your pocket and and just be in your helmet it it really holds value these days because the only thing it's just you your motorcycle your thoughts and, and the road of wherever you're going um and, and, and that's kind of how it grew, you know, me being a truck driver, you know, the, the thought of, uh, well, it's only 400 miles. So, so riding a motorcycle somewhere of a distance, distance didn't bother me because I had been doing it as a truck driver. And, uh, um, the 1000 mile thing, the first time I did it, it was just kind of a, oh, we think we can do this. And, uh, me and me and two of my buddies went and did it. And this was, this was uh, the first one I did was for uh, the Iron Butt Association. So I've tried to do one every year. I think I'm up to eight years in a row that I've done, done, That's done one every year this year. Now um, here in 2020. Um, I, so, you know, with coronavirus and all this bullshit, as soon as, as soon as we could get out and do something without, I guess, being hassled for being out, um, I, I jumped on mm-hmm. the bike and went and did a, uh, did my one K with ride one K in a day. And then, uh, when Sturgis rolled around, I did another one. So I've done two this year. <clears throat> nice. It's like you're saying, you know, you, you, you put on the helmet and that's always, you know, one thing that's been awesome for me is motorcycles. It's also, it's an amazing therapy. I mean, a guy can be having just a horrible day. And I've, you know, told this to friends and other guys, it's like, man, I could head out towards Squam, which for me, it's about, say, 15 miles, hit some back roads, you know, little back roads around town and out through the farmland, 
maybe ride 50 miles, but come back and you're just, you're in a different frame of mind. It's like you can for, forget about the troubles you had that day or what's going on and just I, uh, feel I to- totally agree. I don't, I don't even know that it takes 50 miles. Um, I, I've very I've, true. I've sometimes, so like, like I, I drive a truck for a living now and, and Wednesday is kind of my short day, but Wednesday I get to come through the house. So there, there's been days that, that I come home on a Wednesday and I might only, I might only ride just the country roads around town. So maybe not even 15 miles, but just that feeling of the freedom to get out and do it. Um, it just, you're just like you said, it just, it changes your whole mindset and, and, you know, kind of throws a relaxing curve into your whole, your whole game plan. Yeah, very true. I, I can't agree more. No, no. On the, on the flip side of that, there's, there's days that, um, like, like, like I've had buddies like, Hey, let's go ride. And, and, and for some reason, if, if I'm in a certain funk, I don't want anything to do with the motorcycle because, because I know of the, you know, I, I always have in my mind all of the, the negative possibilities that can happen with that motorcycle. And, and if I'm not in the front or the right frame of mind to ride it, I won't, I won't even get on it because, you know, I'm not talking about being drunk or, or anything. I'm just talking the, the mindset. If I'm not in the mindset to get, yeah, on, the it, right I won't mind. get on it, you know, it's kind of like picking up a chainsaw when you're, you know, when you're, when you're half asleep, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to, to go out and take a chance. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't feel right. I agree. So currently, so what years your road glide you're riding now? So now I'm on a, uh, a 2019 road glide special and it's got the, uh, it's got the M8 and then it's uh, all the specials, the all blacked out, um, it, uh, I added the tour pack. So, so my bike, my bike sitting and looking at it looks like a road glide ultra, but it's a, it's a special with a quick detached tour pack. Right. Which actually that'd be, that's the same model my dad bought last year, the 19 road glide special. Then he went with the old, uh, chop right, razor right, tour right. pack on it. He liked the low profile one, which I don't know. They're some of them look good, but I like, I like full size. Uh, I like the room. I mean, I like mine. I, I like use the, the heck out of mine. Look, but I really like to go somewhere and not carry my helmet around. You know, it, it's really nice to be able yeah. to put that helmet inside the tour pack and not have to carry it in a restaurant or 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 leave it. You know, it's just you, you have a nice helmet. There's just the opportunity when it's hanging on your handlebars for somebody to rip it off and steal it. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I totally agree. Which is nice, even mine sometimes. I'm, I'm looking to go in the full face one soon. I still wear the half one, which I can put that. It'll fit in my Absolutely. side saddlebags. And like when the wife goes with me, her full face will fit in the tour pack, no problem. Uh-huh. Like, you know, her purse and coat. And it's so nice that, to have that, that room. King, that King tour pack even, that I have will fit two full face helmets. So I, I wear a Simpson and then and then the girl that rides with me, we both we both have uh, the Simpson Mod Bandit. So it's the it's the modular. But mm-hmm. both of those, both of those, I like those. Will fit in that King Tour pack together, at the same time. Nice. So y- your previous road glide. So that one was the sixteen. Year was that? Um, so that uh, was the twin cam. Um, and and nothing wrong with that motorcycle. There wasn't wasn't a dang thing wrong with that motorcycle. It was just that 
it was just every time you went in the dealership that that Milwaukee A just kept saying, "Look at me, look at me, look at me," and uh, <laughs> and I looked at it. So I uh, ended up test driving. I I I, I was I, I wa- kind of wanted to buy the Road Glide Ultra, so I wanted to step up to an Ultra, and uh, they had a, whew, they had a seventeen. Let's see, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. They had an eighteen Road Glide Ultra. And, uh, I went and test draw, I, I went and test road my special. And when we got back from the test ride on the special, I was going to go on the ultra. Well, they had sold the ultra just while I was on the test ride. So I didn't even get to ride the ultra. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, then it was, then it was, you got to wait, you know, until they get another one or they find another one or whatever. And, and, uh, the other thing was they, so they didn't have a. Um, a Road Glide Ultra Limited. They only had the Road Glide Ultra, so you weren't getting the painted interfering. You weren't getting the heated grips. Um, there was some other knickknack stuff that you weren't getting if if you know like like with an Ultra Limited. So so I ended up with the special because it had more of everything that I wanted. You know, minus the heated grips. <clears throat> so whatever. I, I didn't. I didn't do wrong. I, uh, I I've got a really really nice motorcycle right now. I'm telling you, out of out of the motorcycles that I've had, this motorcycle that I have now is the best motorcycle that I've ever been on. I love the Road Glide. So when uh, see it was August, I went down. Well, when I did my first, when I did the ride one cane a day, I went from up here. I live in Northwest Washington, up in yes, the sir. corner on the Olympic Peninsula. So I rode for here to missoula montana i went up over the bitterroot mountains and down to boise to a little town just southwest of boise called kuna okay. where my brother lives and his son works at um high desert harley davidson in meridian and he was telling all the guys at the shop about you know the ride i was doing you know i was coming down so the day after i got there we went down to the dealership and right next door to high desert harley davidson is also the indian okay. dealership and I hadn't seen the new challengers in person yet. So it's like, dude, I just, I want to check it out. I got to look at it. And, you know, me and the salesman, we started, you know, shooting the shit. And he's like, hey, he goes, why don't you just ride it? All right. And my brother starts laughing. He's like, dude, I'm out of here. He goes, but I got to take a picture and send it to dad before, before you do this. So I, I took it on a ride. He went over to the dealership, you know, because his son was working. He's like, dude, he's over there talking, working a deal, and which I wasn't, sure. but he was just feeding him a line. So I took the challenger on a ride, and I got to yeah. say, I was impressed. The response, I'll give Indian on the, the stock seat, it is comfortable. The electronic windshield is pretty nice. You raise and lower it. But granted, the one I rode, I think it had 20 miles on it. The drivetrain yeah. was just so noisy. There was a lot of noise, and it had some nice features and you know, oh, I think so I took I, it from I, about 10 miles, I, you know, took it back. Uh, uh, this, this might be a stab in the wind here. Isn't, isn't Indian doesn't Polaris own Indian now. So, so I believe so. Polaris had victory and the, the old victory vision had that, yeah. had that electronic windshield that raised and lowered. And, and I don't, I don't really know what, um, I don't know who's running Indian's marketing team now. I'm not. I'm not downing Indian, um, uh, but you know, I'm not. I'm not going to talk bad about it anymore. So I'm a motorcycle fan. Um, I ride a. I ride a Harley. Oh, me too. I'll probably stick with Harley. 
Um, so, so preface all that with what I'm about ready to say. I don't know what's going on with Indians marketing team, but I've seen a whole lot of uh, Harley people. And then all of a sudden, like, like on their YouTube page, um, they've got a, they've got an Indian challenger and, and they've got it for like a month and, and now they're doing all their YouTube videos. So, so it's, it wasn't given to them, but it was given to them to ride and to review and to do some YouTube videos on. And then, yeah. So Exposure. I, I mean, you got to hand it to Indian for, for stepping out there and, and, you know, they're, they're picking, they're picking like some of these, these, uh, you know, better known, um, I guess, YouTube channels. And they're, they're saying, Hey, you know, go, go ride this for a while and, uh, you know, see what, see what you think about it and come back with an honest, honest talk about it. So. Well, what's cool. Another thing they did, I'll, I'll let you in a minute. I read about, but the funny thing, after I took that one for a ride, I went next door to the Harley shop and the salesman came out. He's like, dude, there's no way he goes, you, you ain't buying that. And I said, well, you know, I'm just taking it for a ride. He goes, dude, he goes, I don't care what you want to ride. He goes, the showroom is uh-huh. open. Take any bike you want. And looked at my nephew and said, whatever he wants, he goes, nice. wheel it out nice. there. He's taking it. So, I, you know, I took out a brand new 2020 road glide limited it's like, yeah. yeah, there's no way I'd ever switch. I mean, I ride in 04. I got, you know, the older run of the 88 was bumped up to a 95. Mine's a road glide. It was a road glide standard, but my put the tour pack, my dad had put the tour pack on it because I got it from my dad okay. Uh, okay. last year in June. And so it's, you know, it looks like the road glide ultra. But shoot, I just got back from Boise. I mean, I'm at 101,500 oh, wow. miles on it. Nice. Oh yeah, it nice. runs great. But the get back to the deal, you know, we we're talking about exposure of Indian. I don't know if you ever yes, follow the Hokey yes. Hay. I, I I'd love to do that, but but I I can't. Yeah, I I need to know what some of these people. I need to know what it's some a of serious these commitment do for a living that they can take that much time off of, of a job. You know what I'm saying? What was yeah? What was impressive is there was a guy that wrote it a couple years ago, and I I don't remember his name. He was a retired Navy SEAL, and he had got four other guys. They'd all served together, and their plan was they were all going to uh-huh. go do the Hokahe together this year. Well, that gentleman ended up passing away, I believe it was like six, seven oh, months wow. before it started. And when Indian got word of it, they donated an outfit of the other four guys with all brand-new bikes, brand-new Indians, and everything oh, wow. they needed to go do the ride in his honor. Right. Which right. I thought was pretty impressive. Well, see, they've – like, like – uh uh, Indians hooked up with, uh, or, or, or the other way around Adam Sandoval. So, you know, a- Adam's got a pretty big, uh, YouTube, YouTube following and, and, you know, with oh, his, yeah. I mean, and he's, already, he does. He, he's, he's, t- t- you know, I-, I see a lot of people hate on Adam, you know, you, you know, you start, well, but well, the commitment he did to go ride dealership, well, dealership thing. over the years to, do what he well, did to help thing. raise awareness and... because he did all that on a Harley. And then, so, so then the story, then, then Harley, Harley picked him up and, and Harley gave him a brand new motorcycle. And then, and then Adam's like, Hey, look, I got to have shoulder surgery. And then Harley kind of dumped him, you know, and, and retracted their, retracted their sponsorship. And then next thing you know, now Adam's got an Indian in the stall and he's, he's riding his Indian around and he's working with Indian now. You know, so a lot of people, a lot of people took a shit on Adam yeah. for doing that shit, and and then a lot of people took a shit on Harley for doing the same thing. But you know, in the in the big picture, 
if if you look at Adam Sandoval and what he did, you know, his his story, you know, in a nutshell, uh, his wife left him and, and he sold everything that he had. He took the dog and the motorcycle and took off. So so he used that motorcycle for his therapy from from his wife leaving him. They you know that's that's what I've got. There's probably more to the story. So so anybody listening, don't don't hit me up and and, and yell at me for getting the whole story wrong. But but the, the gist of it that. The gist of it, that's in a the nutshell, thing. and then and then and then here we are. You know, now mm-hmm. now we're going to every Harley dealership. Now we make it into raising money for the military, and and it grew and it grew and it grew into into the guy owns a campground now, and he's he's pretty much living the good life. Um, you know, if, if you're still following yeah. what he's doing, and and all the people that hate on him for whatever reason are the same people that are trying to build a YouTube channel by doing exactly the same things that he did to get where he's at today. So, so you can hate on him all you want, but half of YouTube in the motorcycle community is mimicking everything that this guy's already done. So, I mean, dude, thumbs up, kudos to the oh, yeah. kudos to Adam. I've met, I've met him. Um, I met yep. him when he was on the, on the Harley tour. I met him at one of the dealerships. I, I, I made a trip and went and went and met him and saw the bike and this and that. And then, uh, I went last year to the, uh, the, the world record ride. And, uh, I, I talked to him, I probably talked to him for, you know, 15, 20 minutes He's a busy guy when he said something like this, but, but, uh, both times, both times, oh, I bet. even though he was a super busy guy and, and he's the popular guy at the show, he took time, he took time and he had a conversation. Um, absolutely. absolutely. And that says something so, about a person, you know, I, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to make a trip out to the campground and stay as a veteran, you know, he's, he offers uh free and, and I'm not pumping him by any means. I, I, I don't, whatever. I just, this is me following him. Um, you know, offers a free, free campsite to veterans. And I'd like to go out. Yeah. I'd like to go out there. I think it's awesome. When, when doing. There ain't shit going on and, and, you know, maybe just sit and chit chat with him. Cause, cause I, I, I'm really impressed with, you know, a guy that just took it from, from nothing to, where is that? I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm, I'm curious, you know? Well, I got a good friend that I ride with here in town. He's a, you know, a Navy veteran and him and his wife, actually, we just got back from a ride down to Eastern Oregon, <laughs> him and his wife, they're riding down there sometime next year, early summer, midsummer. Yeah. They're going to go down yeah. and stay at the campground I mean, and was, check it all he, out. He talked about that for the last, I think it's know, awesome. Last, he's done. Uh, I don't know how long about, you know, kind of, wanted to have a campground always wanted to have a campground and he did it he did it you know and he's got one now and it's it's uh i've been there it's 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 a really nice place really super nice place well he's making a great name for himself and what he's done i mean i i commend the guy for what he's done it's impressive i've you know followed him for years on social media he's still doing you know watching his videos it's not not what he's what he has done yeah still doing you know and and yeah, and he turns around and, and yeah, very and, true. Yeah, it's just it, it's impressive, you know. There, there's some other there's some other names out there that are doing the same thing. You you uh, you mentioned the other day when we chit chatted on text, Rusty Bagger. So you know, Rusty, Rusty, I've I've met Rusty oh, yeah. a couple times too. He works at Smoky Mountain Harley, and uh, you know, just again, kind of out of the out of nowhere, he 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 hits up, he gets a little bit of a following, and then starts a YouTube page and. And, uh, he's, he's real personable. He's, he's, um, um, he's, he's very friendly to talk to. So, 
so when you, when you get a person like that, that's easy to talk to, it's easy to enjoy watching what they do. And, and his page has grown, you know, he had that, he, he laid the bike down and broke his ankle in the, in the parking lot, but, but he, he laid his bike down, um, doing what he does. And he's a, he's a motorcycle safety instructor and he, and he was out there, you know, so the, the, the ironic part is he's a safety instructor teaching people to wear the right gear all the time. And then, and then he was riding in a pair of vans and riding in know, shoes, but, but, but that's, that's one thing that, that he said in one yeah. of his videos, you know, Hey, valuable, valuable lesson learned, you know, don't just, don't just preach shit. If you're going to, if you're going to put it out there, you might as well do it too. But, but that's what he was doing. He was out in the parking lot and he's, he's really good on his motorcycle. I've, I've seen him in person doing his little tight turns and, and scraping them floorboards and whatever else, you know, and, and, uh, you know, that's what they say about motorcycles is there's two, there's two kinds of motorcycle riders. Those, those that have been down and, and those that are going to go down. So, you know, everybody's got their day coming and, exactly. you know, maybe, maybe you get lucky and you never, never have that. And, you know, knock on wood, I, I hope that I never had that day, but, but part of, part of riding a motorcycle is you got to know that that's a possibility. So you can you can make your own decisions yeah you know knowing that that's a possibility i see a lot of guys see missouri just passed it where you don't have to wear a helmet if you're over 18 um i, I still wear my helmet and i'm gonna continue to still wear my helmet um uh, when i when i ride i rarely ride in tennis shoes i have got over the ankle boots and and I, I i hardly i don't ever ride in shorts unless it's unless it's just backing it out of the shed to wash it and driving it back in the shed that kind of shit but but uh well i absolutely agree that same way i mean i, now, I don't ride in tennis shirt, shoes i won't ride in shirt, shorts and, uh, yeah just yeah, not my all thing the time. all the time no i'm always once in a yeah. while if it's hot but see what where i live we just don't get oh I mean, if it's a hundred if it's, here, if it's 80 here, it's it's, hot. it's 300 <laughs> humidity here so you know it's just you're just wringing soaking wet all day long so um, yeah, t-shirt all day long, but, but helmet and gloves. I always ride in gloves, um, you know, and pants and boots all the time. So, oh, yeah. you know, Absolutely, it's, I it's, agree. it's everybody's, everybody's got their own thing and everybody's no, going to do what they're going to do. And, and, you know, I, I'm not the person that, I mean, if you show yep, up, if you true. show up to ride and you're in shorts and flip-flops, I'm probably going to look at you like, man, you're retarded, but I can't tell you what to do. You, you're a grown person. You have to make your own decisions. You know, it's not smart. Yep. Well, sure. Or you're going to learn what you, the mistakes you're making. But it's pretty funny. You, you know, you meant, we'll let the little cat out of the bag. Talk about Rusty Bagger. We're actually, I'm doing an episode with him here in the next few days, which is going to be fun. I'm pretty excited about that uh, one. uh, So, so funny story. I chit chatted with him. So I live in Missouri. He lives in Tennessee. Um, so, so he lives over in the Smoky Mountains and, and I, I proposed to him one day cause he was doing vlogs and I was doing a couple of vlogs trying to build a YouTube. I proposed to him that, Hey, let's, let's ride and meet in the middle and you do a video. Hey, I'm riding somewhere cool to meet somebody and interview them. I do a video. Hey, I'm riding somewhere cool to meet somebody and interview them. And then when we get in the middle, we both interview each other and then we put it on our own YouTube page. I thought it'd be kind of a neat little deal. Um, so we talked about it for shit. I bet we talked about it for six months and it just, nothing, nothing really worked out time wise. And, and uh, anyway, so fast forward now to Adam's world record ride, go all the way to Texas 
and Texas is where I get to meet a guy from Tennessee. So, so, um, you know, we, I pulled in there and, uh, (laughs) Uh, our motel just happened to be right next door to where his was. And he saw us right in he come over and, and, and hit us up. So I got to meet Rusty and his dad and they're both, they're both just great people. You know, they're just they're genuine. Yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to, to what you sitting down and having a conversation with him too. with Rusty Bagger is pretty much what you get, you know, unless, unless he's pulling the big fake job on everybody, but I don't think he is. He's, he's just a good dude, you know? Absolutely. He seems very humble. You know, you watch his stories and, and, you know, all the social media and he does seem like, you know, very down to earth, you know, guy, you know, kind of the same mentality, you know, what you and I seem to share just with the passion, you know, motorcycles and just sharing his life and Um, what he enjoys about his bike. I know he lives in that area. Somebody I can't wait to visit. I'm, I'd love to ride through the Smoky Mountains and tail the dragon. Wanna, so, at least one day so hit the old my, tail of the dragon. I go down through the Ozarks too. This year, uh, that's what I did. I rode. I rode from my house. I rode over to. Uh, uh, well, I stopped at I stopped at Smoky Mountain Harley, and, and Rusty was there that day, so I stopped and chit chatted with him. And then I went on to the Dragon, and then I rode on down into uh, rode south down into Alabama and cut across and then came back to the house. So that was my thousand mile loop, but the, the dragon was right in the middle of my loop. Beautiful. Yeah. That's an area someday I want to tour. I'm hoping here next year or two, I'd love to go across the country with my Absolutely. dad. That'd be a, plan on, awesome fun Plan trip. on spending two or three days over there because there's, there's more than just the dragon. You know I mean? You, you, you need to ride the loop through the Smoky mountain national park um there's there's three or four other motorcycle roads over there but the, it's it's just a fantastic beautiful area to ride in i've seen a lot of cool pictures and videos also of the ozone you know like um, a beautiful area so that that's just west of me is where where that is um i had a, had a buddy two years ago that mm-hmm. hit me up and he said you know hey hey you want to you want to go take a motorcycle ride let's go spend the weekend in arkansas and I, and I thought, okay, let's go to Arkansas. But uh, it's just south of the Ozarks. So the northern, northern uh, northwest part of, uh, of Arkansas, they got a road over there called the Pig Trail. So that was kind of our uh, thing. We were going to go over and ride the Pig Trail. So that's kind of the equivalent to the Dragon is what they compare it to. Um, I didn't think it was as curvy as the Dragon, but I'm going to tell you this. I went to that Arkansas trip with the lowest of all expectations, thinking it was just going to be the shittiest trip ever. And the roads in northern Arkansas, the little two-lane side roads that we rode, some of the best motorcycle riding that I've had in a long time. We went we went over on a fur. Awesome. I think we went over on a Friday and uh, we stayed and then came back Sunday. But we rode... I bet we rode. I bet we rode dang near two thousand miles in those three days. Yeah. Nice. If you ever, if you ever travel, make to Western Montana. I, I want to come. Up I would that recommend way. checking I, uh, out Lolo Pass. So you head out of Missoula, and once you hit Lolo, there's a sign on the side of the road which shows, uh-huh. you know, tells you twists and turns next two hundred plus miles, and you're just you're right along the. I think one oh, of wow. them, you're on the North Fork of the Clearwater, 
and I can't remember the mountain on the or the river on the north side before you go over the Bitterroots to the south side, but it is just absolutely amazing. I got some videos still I need to edit and would like to just do a put a little video on YouTube because that road it was freaking amazing. I'd heard about it and I'd never experienced. It's like I'm gonna go check it out and. It was a, a good so route that, to get my miles I, up for doing that one K. I haven't been anywhere. Man, it was absolutely amazing. All the stories uh, I heard. I, were I made it. True. I, I rode up the and did Beartooth Pass into Yellowstone, and then made the circle to come south and back. So that's as far west as I've been up that way. So I, I'd love to get up there into Idaho and and Western mm-hmm. Montana and Washington and Oregon. I've got another friend that I follow on uh, on Instagram from I think he's up there around Seattle. So, you know, same thing, you know, it's, it's, if you ever get up this way, you know, give me a holler. So. Washington, one of the, I think one of the best kept secrets that some people know about up here, would be the North Cascades highway. It's open seasonally for probably six to eight months a year that goes over the North end up by, it's up close to the Canadian border. It goes through the Cascade mountains and it is just absolutely amazing. You get up there by Lake Diablo Oh, and wow. it's the lake is just an emerald green coming right off the glaciers. It and it's, but it is. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful and stunning. Yeah, I'd like to make a big loop. That's it some, is a cool I highway on, ride. Uh, uh, it's one of, those, one of those everybody shares it on Facebook kind of things at, at one time. And it was it was a a loop where you could hit all 50 or not all, all 48 states in one one loop. And, and it just it hit highlights in all 48 states also. So it was kind of a neat little, you know, you sit and think, man, if I could get three weeks, just three weeks off work in a row, I could do that, you know, or, or two, you probably do it in two weeks, but you'd have to hit it hard. But it, it'd just be neat to do all of that and see, you know, yeah. everybody talks about wanting to go to Europe and, and all these other countries and stuff. There's so much beauty to see in our own country, you know, you just oh absolutely it's like one that i can't wait is also i want to do is the pacific coast highway take 101 all the way down i kind of like to do that on a flying ride just go do that right because for me i can pull down my road that so so i'd like to do that whole the whole all the way up the coast over there you know maybe pick something up in san diego ride all the way up the coast and drop it off in seattle and then fly home that'd be a great week I think so. Yeah. I think you know, that that Evil Riders that has that stuff like that you can do, Martin. I think it is. Yeah, like for me, I mean, I could go down my road, say 300 yards to the end of it, and go oh, a quarter wow. mile, and I'm on Highway 101, and I could just follow right. that all the freaking way. Because I, I live on 101 up in the north end of Washington, Port Angeles. So for me, hitting That's 101 neat. just That's right neat. there and just start going. I've gone a little ways down through Oregon, but. I haven't done it down through Southern Oregon or, you know, rode any of it in California. And I've seen so many pictures. It's one of those little bucket list trips that I got planned someday that I will do. Did you do a, uh, did you do your one K this year? Yeah. You did yours in August. Okay. And then that was was your first August. So now you have to, now you have to stay in the loop. You have to do it every year now. Yep. And I don't think that's going to be a problem because it's, you know, so many people think, dude, why would you want to ride that far in a day? You know, why do you want to push oh, yeah, yourself? But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. 
especially when you get towards the end of it, you know, I'm looking at my GPS watching, you know, my or Google maps basically on my phone. Cause I pre-routed it. It's like, you start getting down, you know, that three hours, two hours to your, you know, your ending point destination. It's like that little second wind kicks in. You're just, so you're I, getting a groove I, uh, and I've done it. I've it was done fun. both ways. I've done a, I've done a one way, a thousand miles, you know, one direction. And then I've done the loop where, where you come back home. Um, I, I can't say that I'm a bigger yeah. fan of either one. Um, w- when I do the, I think, I think the straight out going straight out is easier for me because I try to do that. So like if I'm going to go on a week long vacation ride, I do the iron butt or the, the one K I do that on day number one. So, so I'm all excited to be on vacation and I'm ready to go and it gets me from point A to point B in, in less than 24 hours, you know, and then, and then you're, so like, for example, I'd ride, um, like, like I rode to Sturgis. So, so from the house to, to Rapid City was 1187 miles. And I rode that in one strip, got, did that in like 16 or 17 hours. And now I'm there. So, so I don't have to waste any more travel time or any more money on motels or any of that shit. I'm at my destination where I'm going and now I'm ready to screw around and, and enjoy the sights, you know, and then, and then at the end of the trip, then you take a couple of days to get back home. You work yourself back home. But um, uh, to me, to me, I think that that's the really the key to keep you going because you're excited and you've got an actual destination that you're going to, um, you know, some people, some people ride to get away right. from the house. And if you're just doing a loop, maybe you don't want to go back home you know you know yeah so was it after the after you did that 1k or was it okay, before so that, that was, you picked that up that uh, the wild year. ass air um, cushion so it was after the 1k um but i wrote so it was i guess i i picked that thing up um i think the second day of sturgis so the, the rest of my trip i was i was in that air cushion seat and uh you know i i so, so, so for starters, I've got a really nice seat on my bike. I've got a Corbin, the Corbin custom seat and, and it's got the gel pad in it and it's, it's super comfortable as it is. Um, this air pad, um, I, I don't mm-hmm. even, I don't even understand how it works, but I'm going to tell you what, there was none of that, butt sting on the way home. You know, I took two days to get home. But there was none of that. It's it's this thing's got it's got like eight or ten little square, um, you know, air, air bladders in the thing, and and they're all connected together. So when your butt's rolling around, the air's also floating around inside of this thing. But they're but they're in square grooves, so airflow now is also going under your butt. So you're not getting swamp ass either while you're riding. And, and like I said, I, I'm not even real sure how it works, but, uh, that, that might, that might be a good podcast episode for you. You get a hold of it Craig works. with wild ass <laughs> seats and he'll, he'll talk, he'll talk your ear off about the thing because I stood there and talked to him at, at uh, at Sturgis before I put it on my bike and he'll talk your ear off about it and, and he'll sell you on one. You know, I'm telling you, he will sell you on one, but, uh, Absolutely, you should. You should. Uh, I'm gonna try to get a hold of him. That'd be fun. Message and and uh, chit chat. He he probably he'd be probably ecstatic to come on and talk to you about it. 
So that brings me one other question, yes, guy, before we keep going and getting, I'm just having a good time here. What's probably you think your favorite accessory that you um, put on your bike since you've got it? I, I, I guess, I guess, let me, let me ask you to clarify that question. Favorite, fa- favorite as far as entertainment or favorite as far as <laughs> okay. functionality or, um, you know, so, so, so functionality. Well, that's a good point. So two things, two things in combination. Um, the, the, the A-panger, A-panger handlebars. So the tall, the taller bars. So, so on my, what size did you go with? I had a set of factory 47. So I, I put the factory 47, 14 inch bars on that 16 simply because my dealer adamantly told me you cannot put anything over a 12 inch bar without changing all your cables. And, and, and fact, and factory 47 that's their whole thing. Yeah, I've read when that they everywhere. They're like, you can go up to a 16 inch bar with all your factory cables. So, so I put the 14 inch on because that's tall enough for me, um, just to spite my dealer, really. And, and it, it, the bars, man, the, those are, they're the big inch and a, inch and a quarter, inch and a quarter diameter, big, fat, heavy looking handlebar. They're just a, they're just a badass looking bar. And I love super, the look of those. Super comfortable. They're 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 bent right. They got the right bends in there. Um, so so I had the one that looked like uh, it's got the the meat hook like point at the top. I had those on my sixteen. When I got this nineteen, um, mm-hmm. I decided to go with just the rounded top. So so I have fourteens on this one also, but it's the rounded top style. And the and the, they're the factory forty sevens. So. So the taller handlebars in conjunction with the rider backrest. So I I know that I know the rider backrest. I think backrests make all the difference in the world, especially um, for that lower really lumbar makes your support. Bike look like a grandpa bike, but I'm gonna tell you something. Those two items together, you sit up straight, and at the end of a 300 mile day, your back's not hurting because because you're slouching in your seat, you know. Um, See, that's exactly where I'm at. I'm looking at deciding which handlebars, whether I want to go with the 12s or the 14s. So, see, a 14 is probably better. With for me. I'm 5'7. I'm 5'10. So, a, t- a 12 probably would have done just fine for me. Um, I had I had 16s on on a previous bike, and uh, me me and a buddy, me and two other buddies, we all did it at the same time. We put 16-inch bars, and and I thought that the 16 was comfortable, but for me and my height, when you start making those tight turns where you're like in a full lock turn, um, you know, like parking lot maneuvers, that kind of stuff, um, it it was pretty mm-hmm. a pretty big reach for me. I had to be really humped up on the tank to get that full reach. So, Yeah. See, not like you come up with the height and then you get that five yes. or seven inches of yes. pullback, which See, really got, puts you into lined, the back. I, I lined my bars up right with the line of the fork. So if you're if you look at my bike side on, that fork line goes straight up my handlebar line. So that's just the that's just a look that I like. You know, some guys like to push them forward a little bit. Oh, perfect. I don't know. It's just the look I like, and that's where it fit me perfect. So um, so functionality, that's probably the best upgrade or accessory that i've done is the bars and the and the the backrest thing combined um 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy my GoPro mounts as far as just knickknack, stupid, stupid accessories, you know, um, absolutely. You know, getting those different angles and stuff, just you know, you commenting on my photography, <laughs> a lot of my stuff from the bike, not, not so much anymore, but a lot of that just came from the GoPro. Um, you can put that GoPro in so many different places and you can get such interesting shots with that thing. Um, and it's out of the way, you know, um, the, the trick is to be able to put the GoPro somewhere where you can reach it to turn it on and off. You know, I'm not a big fan of that remote that goes with it because it eats the battery up, but, uh, you know, getting it in a place where, where you can mm-hmm. mount it, where, where you can get a good shot and be able to reach it to turn it on and off. Um, I, I just kind of like tinkering with that. It's kind of like a, kind of like a puzzle for you, you know? Right. Well, they got some of those nice mounts, you know, they go in the perch up by the handlebars, you know, where you take off the front cap, whether your clutch or brake lever. So the, uh, both on um, the, the mount and I bought the they're right there and you get mount. some great views. And it's, uh, uh, it, it screws in, you take out one of your windshield screws and it screws in where one of your windshield screws goes. And, and I use that one a lot, you know, it puts the, put, I, I use mm-hmm. it lately. I've been using it with that, that, uh, GoPro max, the 360. And I can put my 360 camera up on that mount and I can ride all day long. And, and just simply that one mount with that 360 camera, I can get every angle that I want to get, you know, with that, with that little mount right there. And I haven't had to move it around. Yeah. Well, I can imagine so. Nice. Yeah, those are pretty impressive. I've seen some people, I've you know seen some yeah, of the pictures and videos a, you've done with it. Those three sixty cameras are pretty impressive. Yeah. You can use it just like a regular GoPro, and then you can get all that extra weird shit out of it too. So there's kind of a niche uh, photography with it. You have to kind of find a place, a place for that to fit into your style of photography. You know, I you you see if like if you go to my Instagram page and flip through there, you'll see some of mm-hmm. those. They call it a tiny planet. So it looks like, it looks like it's a tiny planet and then you're, you're a great big riding on the, on yeah. the planet or whatever. But you know, the, you, you can easily do too many of those and then your page starts looking like, you know, looking like you're not serious at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, some guys, that's all they do. Bunch that, of circles. Their, their whole page <laughs> is dedicated to 360 photos, but, but I'm trying to trying to keep a happy medium of decent photography on my page. You know, I'd, I'd like one of these days to, to, to make more out of my photography than just sharing shit on Instagram and, and doing a, doing a, a motorcycle shoot here or there, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to improve that. And, and I don't want my page to look like just cornball when somebody goes and looks at it, you know, it's, it's neat to see a couple tiny planets in there and, and somebody look at them and go, well, well, how, well, huh? This is neat. Right. I'd say some of the, so the photos that you did at that truck show, those turned out pretty impressive. I was hired those to do that. Damn event, nice trucks. Um, to go take the, the pictures of those trucks. I haven't even, uh, I don't know. Do you follow me on, uh, on the Facebook page too, or no? So my Facebook page, so yeah, I, I, another thing that I try to do, so I have, I have a yeah. Facebook page, I have an Instagram page, I have YouTube and I'm on Twitter, but I don't get Twitter. So I don't, I don't get on Twitter that much. 
um, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, I, yeah, I mean, it, that's its whole other little anyway, world. Twitter. I try to, different. I try to do different content on, on almost all my pages. Um, sometimes I'll just post the same thing across the board, but, but not often. I try to, I try to, my, my thought is like for you, for example, if you make the effort to follow me on my different social medias, then I feel that it's my job to make the effort to provide different content and give you a reason to follow me on my different social medias. So, so I try to post different things, but that's, that's where I was going back with that truck show. You know, I posted, uh, um, posted more of that stuff over on my Facebook page because, because again, it was trucks and, and uh, more of my following on my Instagram page is from motorcycle people. So it's just, you know, you kind of have to, you have to entertain your audience if you, if you will. Right. So before we I, get uh, out of here, you got any big uh, trips for really next year you're thinking of? Uh, Sturgis this year going to Sturgis was my, this was my first time going to Sturgis. So, so last year, last year I went to Sturgis, but I didn't go to Sturgis. If this makes any sense, I drove the, the big rig for custom dynamics um, I drove their show truck out to Sturgis, but then I flew home. Um, I flew home for the rally and I went back to work. Oh, nice. They did the rally. When the rally was over, I flew back up there, picked up their truck and drove it back to their, their home base. So, so this year was really the first time I've been to Sturgis to the rally. And um, that was my big trip this year. Um, I went to, I, uh, I I don't I don't I'm hoping to hit know it next that year. I'm going to be, be the person that needs to go to Sturgis every year. Um, I, absolutely, go. Yes, do it. Yeah, I just I want to experience it once. I haven't been. I, yeah, and no, yeah, it's one of I those things that you got to knock I off think, that I list. You should. Everybody should go and have a good time and 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 do what you do. But I I don't know that I'm just the guy that I don't know. I'm just not a big crowd guy. And uh, I found myself, well, I went by myself this year. I was supposed to meet another guy up there and then, and then his trip fell through. Um, so, so that, that's, that was the whole deal, but I just found myself hanging out by myself. I just didn't, I didn't go party it up and, you know, maybe, maybe that's what I missed, but that's not me anyway. You know, I, I went and I rode and did all the sightseeing and, and put on a bunch of miles and, and broke in my air cushion seat and, you know, just had a good time. So. <laughs> and there, you know, Absolutely. I mean, if a guy enjoys and history, I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys right that see up there too between dead. They also might tell you where some abandoned shit is that nobody else is going to be at and you can get some cool photos. So I had that, I had that happen this year. Yeah. I had a, uh, a guy I follow on Instagram. Hey, you know, this is if, true. You're, if you're interested here's some, uh, I'll, I'll get you some information where some things might be. So, so I had some things passed along to me. Um, I went and saw one of them. Um, you know, some of them were, uh, would have been interesting things, but I, I just, I, I didn't, yeah, I, I think you had to do some trespassing and I just wasn't, I just wasn't in the, in the, in the mood to be taking that chance while I was up there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I haven't really thought about next year. Totally. Yeah, I really, I really haven't. Um, 
Um, I, so. I went, so Grand Canyon, I, I wouldn't mind going back to the Grand Canyon. So that, that, that could be a, a realm of possibility. I really enjoy the Rocky mountains. So any, any section along the Rocky mountains, I I'm really enjoying a lot. Uh, Colorado, super beautiful. Um, golly. Yeah, Colorado is another one highway, that I'd like to and, go check out. At least, there, you know, go through the Rockies and to, hit that million-dollar uh, highway. Uh, oh, crap. What is the uh, – um, I can't even think of the national park. Um, it's it's by Mont- – not Montrose. Um, golly, I can't think of it. Um, oh, I can't think of it. It's in the, it's in the northern northern – Northern yeah, I can't think of it either. Of I think I know what you're talking about, there. but I um, it's a national park up there. But but the cool thing is, if you're in photography at all, there's no lights there, and it's one of the best places on the planet to do any kind of astrophotography. Or if you just like to go look at the stars, you can go there, and there's no light pollution. It's just black, and uh, and the park's open. You can go there 24 hours a day. So. So that's that's the neat part is they don't close the gates at you know five o'clock where you can't get in there. It's, See, that's yes. the other one I like to check Absolutely. out is Zion, like Utah's. down in uh, Utah, Zion and Arches. Those would be some amazing areas, especially so like talking is, photography, uh, uh, the Red Rock Collapse and everything just be Gunnison, freaking amazing national park. And then and then if you go in Utah. One of the things that you do not want to skip is Canyonlands National Park. So, so Zion and Bryce and all those are beautiful. Canyonlands okay. was a was an accidental stumble onto me and a buddy yep. were there at the same time, and and I had so much fun at that park. It it, it just I don't even know how to describe it. And it was just an accidental. Maybe maybe it's because we weren't expecting it. Um, you know, it's just we just had a really good time climbing all over the cliffs and nobody gives a shit. If you, if you fall, it's on you, but that they, they let you crawl and jump and have a good time. You know, I felt like a kid while I was there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Like That's awesome. It is, you know, and sometimes that's sometimes all it's about. It's exploring it and finding places you've been and just enjoying the ride. Just be Stan's diner. Or you know, or Rosie's Rosie's Cafe, or, or whatever, and that might just be the highlight of your trip. You know, there's always every trip you go on, or even even a day ride. If you just go out and do a hundred miles and come back, there's something that's just going to be the highlight of your day, and it's always something silly. You know, big big pizza pie that you want back there. That's what, yeah, that's it. Yeah, something silly, or you know, something simple. Yes. Yeah, Awesome friend of mine. We did that one as in Idaho. He took me up to Idaho City. We went to this mom and pop diner. And the food was amazing. We're leaving. They had pies, but the pies must have been seven <laughs> or eight inches thick. It was more like looked like a cake. And the lady's like, "What you never seen a pie counter?" Yes, the, I'm like, no, I've seen pies. I said, "Man, I've never seen somewhere a pie that's, that thick." That's their gig. That is it's absolutely insane. Foot high pies, and they're they're a, a piece of pie. It's a foot foot thick. Yep. <laughs> no kidding yeah or di- a big plate of diabetes freaking meal in itself yeah absolutely yeah that too no kidding yes sir so again hey, well right on man thanks for uh thanks, thanks for agreeing and coming on and enough to, and talking it was a lot to, of fun uh, including your podcast and and uh 
happy to be number two, I guess. So fantastic. Hey, Thank yeah, you. well, shoot, the Thank first you. one was just I, me by myself. Know, so, many, shoot, many you're actually you the, the first guest there was. Drugs for you. Yep. Hey, thank you, man. Awesome. Well, hey, keep up what you're doing, and I'll keep following along. Like I said, you know, your thank photography you. and everything you. you do. Well, maybe I, we can. Uh, I like it. I find it interesting, in, and the work you trips, do is impressive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. cross paths one of these share, days share and, beer together. and shoot it live face-to-face. Right on, Will. All righty. Thanks, man. There you go. Hey, well, thanks for coming on, and hey, okay, stay thanks. safe and have fun, man.